Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my majestic universe. This is the Pro Wrestling Zone Podcast, a majestic production, where you will hear the news and reviews of everything professional wrestling with a twist. You have never heard another pro wrestling podcast like this. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And without further ado, let me introduce to you your hosts of the Pro Wrestling Zone, Tiger Height and Peanut Gallery. Welcome to episode number 24 of the Pro Wrestling Zone here on Anchor and all other streaming services for podcasts. I am Tiger Height with Peanut Gallery. What's up? And we are going to talk about the Impact Wrestling tapings happening here in Las Vegas. We have, we're going to all three nights. We have two down. We have one more to go. But we wanted to get this done because we won't be here in time. It'll be like 11 o'clock. Before we even get home, right? So it'll be a long time. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk more about night three, I think, next week, along with Osaka and NXT. Yep. So if you're here, if you're listening and you're looking for Osaka, we told you previously we're not doing it this week. We're gonna do it. We'll next do week. we'll do the watch party on Saturday if you become a patron, and then we will do the watch party live for NXT Takeover Portland on right. Sunday. So that's how it's going to be. Just because this is so chock full of content, right? That we just want to make sure that we don't overwhelm you with a ton of shit. So let's talk about night number one. Well, hold on. Well, what? Is there any news? Is there anything going on in the wrestling world? Um, the XFL relaunch. Yes. Was last night. Uh, really good games. Very interesting. From what I heard, I didn't actually. We didn't actually watch all the we watched, games. We watched a little we bit watched, of it. We watched a little bit of game two while we were having dinner, but right. Um. Yeah, apparently I, it's, it's been doing pretty well. People are um, people are liking it a lot. Yes, they uh, are. The alternatives are really good. The presentation is a lot better. Yep. Um, despite us having like a really shitty TV, TGI Fridays needs to update that shit. But other than that, I mean, really, that's like the really really big one. And then the um, John Jones fight where he won again, um, making him a record-setting 14 title defenses, uh, beating George St. Pierre with 13. Yeah. Um, but other than that, EC3 is hinting going to AEW, which would be probably the greatest idea that he has done for his career. Um, since he's doing all of Jack fucking shit in WWE right now, which is totally unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Nothing of his volition, obviously, but um, I mean, he would probably do better in AEW anyway. Yeah, I think so. So, uh,. Other than that, there's not really a whole lot going on. Yeah, um, I think we'll see uh, Oh Goldberg challenging the Fiend. I oh yeah, uh, Super Super Showdown's looking pretty good. I like the card so far. It's, it's all right. I mean, I'm surprised they're putting the women's uh, the the SmackDown Women's Champion on the line at the pay per view though. Well, they've they, they all they've already done the footstep in with the Lacey Evans Natalia match. I think they're like, okay, at least if we have one, we're good. Let's take the title over there and defend it there because I think that would be. Well, I think they got. 
got the blessing after after right. the uh, and after the reception that people got, got and the match itself was really good. And and people are all over that and they probably wanted more and it's like, oh we'll just bring it over to uh to Saudi. Oh, another thing too that I heard, um Vince McMahon is considering moving some of his of the pay per views off of the network. Did you hear about that? It, it's, it's not, not to what I heard. I did hear about it, but what I heard was he's not moving them totally off the network. He's just going to give the licensing rights to other channels along with the network conjunction. I um, think I think that the big the big one is WrestleMania going to be on Fox like Super Bowl and it being recorded on the WWE Network later, which I think is a smart idea. Um, but it's like, okay, and also the projections were really bad. WWE got hit hard this week um, with the stock, the stock prices just plummeting the fuck, like 9% in one day. That's ridiculous. Right. And I, I heard that the reason why is because they were making a lot of money, but Vince McMahon wanted to, to utilize the money for... Um, keeping wrestlers instead of you know trying to doubling doubling, doubling down doubling right. down on what they have instead bringing more in which right. is just something they're so overwhelmed there's so much going on way too many of them right and you know he's just trying to get this uh, he's trying to retake the market but it's like it's impossible with the product that you have right make your product better right then expand but right now you're your ratings are tanking. Yep. Uh, people are so disinterested that your live shows are going down the tubes. Your live attendance is going down the tubes. It's not about expansion. It's about doubling down on what's working. Right. And I think they're kind of going to that with building up the newer stars and maybe taking your Lesners and shit out of there. Right. But right now it's just not a good situation. I mean, we could do an entire episode on it. Um, I don't want to talk. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that it garters an entire episode um but i think it's worth i think it's worth at least talking about because that was a pretty big news item this week right um and you know obviously it couldn't come at a worse time for mcmahon as he's trying to launch his football league too so right um that, that was that was you know i think the football league in itself is different i think it'll be fine but, i don't but think I, it's a yeah i mean we'll see what the networks think <laughs> Uh, but apparently the numbers were good, so we'll we'll see what the numbers happens. the numbers were very good. So anyways, so keep up that momentum, with the right? Front. Exactly. So on to the main topic at hand here. Yes, we went to we're going well. We went to two impact tapings, and now we're going to the third one. We are front row. We are on the uh, we're on the uh, right. The we're, left side yep, of the stage. We're taking the majestic champion, yeah, so you'll so definitely you will see the majestic. You will definitely champion. see it. Yes. Um, and um, let's talk about night one. Night one, um, we went in there totally not knowing what was going on. So by the end of it, I was so mentally shot. There were fourteen matches. Fourteen matches. So uh, three explosion matches, and then the rest of them were impact taping matches. Um, there were no, like, segments or promos or anything for night one. Most of it was just match, 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 right. they match, were just, match. They were just filming as many matches as possible. Um, this was on Friday evening, so yep. I think that the crowd was a little more... Um, they, they sold out uh, the second night, but the first night there were a lot of empty seats. There were, but I think that the first night... So I think this is how they do it for the tapings, though. 
I think that the first night, if it's like a weeknight or something, I think they'll have more matches. Right. Because you'll have an older crowd, a more mature crowd. Right. Um, at at you know on on weeknights because obviously if you have families and kids you're you're gonna stay home because of course it's work and school and all that right um but so i think that's why they did that also the wrestlers were fresher that night right so i think they were able to even have some wrestlers um do um do uh, uh, multiple matches, which we saw. I think we only saw that once so far. They actually did. They're actually doing a pretty good job with um, having the wrestlers only do one match. Right. No, they did. They did very well. I mean, there were t- there were some. I think there were like two or three people that pulled off double duty um, on night one. Right. So with the let's get into the matches at least and kind of um right. for for our overall impression, we'll talk about that after. Right. But we so, don't want to we don't want to belabor this right. as much as we are. Right. Well. I mean that's really the point. Well, there's though, a, there's a lot. We're, we're, there is a lot. Well, we're not going to do any spoilers. We're not going to tell you who wins and loses these matches, but we're going to tell you what we had experienced and our initial impression of it. Right. This. Um. I thought night one, like I said, I went into this totally blind. This is one. Right. This is uh, three things were going with this. Um. It was our first show at Samstown yes. in in Vegas in general. Yeah. It was our first impact taping. And then also we were front row, so we had no idea what to expect. No, we did um, not. It was organized very well. Oh, yes. It was three hours of nonstop action, and it was very palatable up until, like, the final match where I oh, think everyone was gassed match. out. Yeah, I think everyone was gassed out. I was gassed out at the final match. Who are you kidding? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> um, but let's talk about um, some of the some of the things that were happening. So we saw Cody and Jake Diener versus Madman Fulton and Jake Chris. Which was a pretty fun little match, yep. you know, an explosion match. We had um, Dez and Mahabali Shira, yep. who got massive heat with the crowd, too. Oh, he was, he yes. was, he was immortally hated in yes, this. Yes, uh, uh, Mahabali Shira was. Right. Um, and then there was, and then they had a, a big grouping of impact matches. Right. Um, so they had uh, Tessa Blanchard, Tommy Dreamer, and Trey Miguel versus Ace Austin and Reno Scum. Reno Scum was hated yeah. immensely, even though they are from, well, they're from Reno, which is right. kind of like but Reno, Reno Vegas. and Las Vegas. Reno and Las Vegas have a sort of informal rivalry going on, especially with the colleges. Right. So I think that I think that there was a little bit of that antagonism going on. It Really, and really. I and I and I really antagonized people just because I'm an asshole, and it was right. a lot of fun. It was. Um, we had TJP versus Josh Alexander. That was a really good match. That was a great match. The, we had a couple of different ones with the North, and then TJP and um, Falaba. Yeah. Uh, throughout both nights, and it was probably the most interesting of the rivalries that we saw throughout yes, the show. Yes, um, You know, Falaba really gets that crowd. I mean, uh, everyone really wants he looks, he to looks, he, I mean, that crowd. I'm, I always say that Falaba really lost a lot of weight since being in here, but he looks a lot thinner in real life than he did on camera. Yeah, he does. Like, he looks freaking awesome. Like, right. he really dropped. He probably dropped 60, 70 pounds. Yeah. 
really good. Yep. Um, so really good for him. Yep. Uh, we uh, had Willie Mack and Johnny Swinger face off. That was an okayish match. Willie yeah. Mack. Willie Mack. Willie Mack is good with the crowd though too. He is. He's, He's really good with the crowd. I think. I think he was more. Uh, more interactive night two, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Oh, this is really funny. So Jessica Havoc and Sue Young match. So um, it was a no disqualification. It was match. a no disqualification match, but you could see from our perspective because, of course, we're sitting front row, so we can see like how the wrestlers kind of perform um, their moves and stuff. And so you might not see it because of the camera angle, but Sue Young missed those uppercuts, and then Tiger Height was saying, "You're missing the uppercuts," and then she she stares at him for a good like three, four seconds. He goes, it like, was, with the teeth out and everything. It was so really funny. So if you funny. see that, that's why she's doing it, because of Tiger Height. Yes. <laughs> she, she was not happy. Um, I got a story for after um, for after the fact when we were at TGI Fridays when they were all there as yeah. well. Um, so Rhino take, took on uh, – let's try that again. Rhino took on Dave Christ. And Moose was on commentary where he was trying to pick a fight with Rhino yeah. because they have an ongoing rivalry currently. Yeah. Moose is a gigantic human. He is huge. <laughs> and he actually competed on night two. Yes, yeah, he, he did. competed last night. He didn't compete the first night. No, he did not. Um, but that was a that was a fun little yeah. match. R V D and Daga faced off. Rob Van Dam is so awesome live and Oh, oh, R V D and Daga did a spot right in front of us too at, oh, yeah. the, at that corner. Yep, and uh Katie Forbes was man, she was just absolutely trash during the show. Not like not like trash like drunk, but the crowd really was hating on her. Right. Like it's she like had someone she had, take the phone away from her. Oh yeah, no, she was on the phone the whole goddamn time. Right. And it was really annoying and people are like uh, because she wasn't actually yelling at anybody. She was at ringside, like, yelling at people. She actually wasn't yelling at anybody, so people were saying, you're not yelling at anybody. It was really funny. It's like, I mean, at least play up the fact right. that you're doing that instead of whatever right. the hell that was. Um, all right. Well, after that, we got Rohit Raju and Zachary Wentz. And that was a that was that a was, really good match. That was a good palate cleansing match. That was a really good match. Yeah. Rohit Rohit got a lot of heat from the crowd. Oh too. yes, he did. They I did mean, not. They did not like the Indians whatsoever. Right, the, uh, the the grandpa there in the ring. Uh, Gama Singh. Sure, Gama Singh talking about Vegas and, and having all the, the highest suicide rate in right. the world. I'm not even sure if that's accurate. So well, I don't think it. Well, they might have be higher than usual, but that's not. I know. I know it's higher. I, I know it's higher than the average. Right, but, but it's just because of where we're at. It's, it's Vegas. You right. just kind of expect that. Okay, so um, Jordan Grace and Miranda, Miranda Alize. Um, Madison, sure. Madison Rain uh, is doing this program with Jordan Grace. Um, and oh, after after this match, Jordan. So I'll I'll give a spoiler for for this, for this one. one because it's important, right? So Jordan Grace actually uh, actually christened the um, majestic the champion, majestic champion with her women's belt after it the was match really was cool. Over. She's was really, really cool. short line. She is, and then and then night two, she passed us, and she's like, "Oh, I remember you guys." <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. No, that was that was super cool. Well, night night two had a lot of that. It was a lot more interesting. Yeah, than it was. After night one yeah um we'll talk about that later yeah. uh ac romero and uh joey ryan it was that was not the greatest match no the it world. was it was supposed to be a palate cleanser for the last two matches yeah, after the jordan grace match so. um it was you know not 
terrible, but at right. the same time, it was very gimmicky with a Joey Ryan and AC Romero match. It yeah, wasn't it like... Was, yeah, it was a gimmicky Joey Ryan AC match. So. Right, right, right. Um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Joey Ryan's good at his craft. He knows, he knows his place, right. which um, is good. Also, so he had... I will say one thing. After the match, they, had a, they did the lollipop gimmick, and it broke... Um, in the match, so a guy, one of oh, the one producer, of the, yeah. one of the assistants, was cleaning the ring, and people were popping hard, and we're saying sweep, sweep, sweep. And after he's done, everyone just went off to him. He had a huge <laughs> pop; it was super funny. He probably had the biggest pop of the night. <laughs> oh, honestly, yes. Um, there was another explosion match, and that was the second Ace Austin match against Falabot. Not terrible, but it was no. an explosion match. Yeah. Um, it took them. Uh, I'll talk about that later. Uh, but finally, the final match was Eddie Edwards and Michael Elgin. And, and I think it was um, it was uh, it was a best out of five series to a, determine yeah. the number one contender for the world title. Right. Um, it was a lot of fun. This match was it was pretty good, but I think the crowd was like I was dead. I was oh, so crowd, dead. Yeah, the crowd was dead for this match. Um, but it was it was still it was still a decent match. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, but that was the end of that show, and so we went. We went and got more food because we only had an appetizer right. for the first because night. Because these these shows start so the doors open at five. The show starts at six, and I'm not paying for food and drinks at the venue itself because you know they upcharge. Right. So we we ate before and then we just wait until after. Again, it was only three hours, so it wasn't like we were like starving at the end, but we were we were hungry. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, um, that was that was a it was, it was a really fun show. I had more I had more preparation um the second night around, which we'll talk about here after, after the, break. the break. Right. So um we'll see you then and uh, stay tuned. Absolutely
And we are back with night number two from the Impact Wrestling tapings that are going to be put on in a couple of weeks. I know that. I'm not sure yeah, when I exactly. I don't know when either. I think they're still on the Mexico television tapings yep. right now. I think they're wrapping that up, so I think in like another week or two you'll yeah. be able to see this stuff. Anyways, we have a lot more to talk about with this one because it was Saturday night. Um, the place was sold out. So the, it sold out um, partway through. The announcer said, oh, we're sold out for night number two. Um, and it was sold out. There it were was. Uh, uh, the people had a lot more energy yeah. in this show. Definitely, definitely a lot more families though. There were a lot of kids in the in the um, arena. That and night. I don't, I don't think they're going to be as many tonight because tomorrow is school and you get out at nine. And, right. Um, so and I, guess, I, I, I think, guess we'll see. I think after the fact, night two, night two was a lot more interesting after the show than night number right. one. Let's talk about what happened before the show even started. So we we. We went to TGI Fridays, which is in the Samstown Resort. Uh, both. No, I said. Uh, I said before. What happened before the show started? When we watched the XFL and TGI. Oh, oh, you're talking about watching the XFL? No, I was gonna talk about the. I was talking. I was gonna say the bartender said that the wrestler would go in there and drink, so we stuck around. Oh, that's yeah, we stuck around. That after was, that's after the show, though. We'll yes, talk. but we we talked to them before. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, then. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about then. Well, because you're talking about something that's off topic. No, it's not. Kind of off topic. No, it's not. Anyways, the bar, the wrestlers hung out, hang out at the bar afterwards, so we decided to stay. Yeah, at well, the bar what, what, after the show. Yes, but we talked to them before the show, and they're like, "Oh, are you guys gonna do that? Oh, they came in here last night. They're probably gonna come back, come and hang out for a while." I'm like, yeah. "Okay, we'll do that." So we'll talk about that after we do the show, right? Uh, because a lot of interesting things happen. Anyways, what I was talking about was when they had us prompt to do yays, boos, <gasps> oh, like like when we were actually in the arena. Right. Okay, well, so yeah, when yeah. We yeah. were in the arena. So what they do for TV tapings is that they will have they have cues. They have the the guy that does the announcing is you know that is like weird about the announcing for like the wrestlers coming out and stuff. So he came out and he had cues and he's like, "All right, everyone, if uh, when I count when I count down to one, everyone cheer. So five, four, three, two, one, everyone was cheering. Right. And then he did the same thing for booing, and then he did the same thing for impact wrestling. Um, they were they were um, they were doing tapings for the commentators talking about the show, so there were a couple of times it was like two or three times when they were showing the yep. announcers. And then they had they had like a group of people it's like, Hey, if you guys want to be on TV, go behind the announcer. So there was like a group of like twenty people or so that were going behind um, the announcers. Right. They were you know, they were waving and what whatnots and what have you. Kinda kind of um kind right. of faking out the energy. I mean there the crowd was still kind of filing in and the people were back there and I yeah. WWE does the same thing, so we can't really say that that's a bad thing but necessarily. The thing is, uh, with this what makes this unique is that it, because it's not live, they they kind of do it all, you know, they, together. they kind of do it all together, right. which I thought was interesting. And, and but the problem is, is that if you actually don't like a person that you're cheering for, like why, why would you? 
I don't. Get we it. we all want you to boo. They don't tell you why you need they, to boo. Right. They just they do it. They don't tell you why. They don't tell you who they're mentioning. They don't tell you anything. But that's that's all a common practice. Is, that's nothing new. Right. So if if you ever go to a, a taping, especially if it's a taping where um, you know the the show is a couple weeks out, so it's not live. I'm sure they'll do that with Ring of Honor yeah. too. So well, don't... no, because Ring of Honor I think is live, isn't it? Yeah, the, it's, the it's anniversary a... show is live. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. So I think that's just going to be authentic reaction. Right, but to me, it doesn't feel very authentic. Cause like, no. who are we actually cheering for? Who are we actually booing for? I understand that it's actually like a. Um, um, I understand that's a common practice, but it just doesn't feel authentic. Right. Um. It was. It was kind of weird, but at the same time, I understood why they did it. Right. It's fine. It's not a huge deal. I'm never gonna watch it on television because I I don't watch the wrestling shows. Um. Like every week because right. that's you know over twelve hours of wrestling. That's a lot. Yeah. So, so I, you know, and I don't watch myself either. We we watch the pay per views, and if anything important happened, we'll watch the segments that are right. that mean something. Right. Um. But, but we we get the general gist of what's right. going on. But even then, it's it's just you know you can get most of this on the news. Right. It, it's kind of weird. So anyway, um, we had Willie Mac and uh Forsto Forstro from. Reno Scum yeah, in the opening match. Yeah, that was an okay match. Yeah, it was all right. Um, I thought the, uh, Reno Scum really did well as yes. heels in this. Uh, people still hated them. It was great. Right. Uh, Trey and Dave Chris took each other on. This was a pretty good match. Yeah, I liked this one was. a lot. Yeah, this was a good match. Uh, there was the uh, Maserati, who was a local person who worked for FSW, getting an opportunity against Madison Rain. This was an explosion match. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, this oh. was this was on. Uh, well, this was a regular taping. Yeah, this was a regular. They didn't. Taping. Okay, they didn't do a lot of explosion things. No, then. I think they did. I think they did like two matches close to the end. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, it, it was a, it was an okay match. Yeah, it was all right. Um, and I thought it was really cool for Maserati to get an opportunity like that. I'm pretty sure it's a big opportunity for somebody oh, yeah, like absolutely. that absolutely to get that kind of exposure. Um, we were actually kind of an offshoot, but. The person who we were sitting next to until the 12-year-old girl kind of bumped us over, um, she was an older lady who had been going to these wrestling things for like over 10 years. So she knew a lot of these people on the circus. So she was sitting next to us right. saying um, all the security people around are actually FSW oh, wrestlers. Yes, that's something too is that they will, they will contract out when they do tapings they will contract out security to local wrestlers or um, the job people or right, local wrestlers or like, like the girls um, yesterday um, after the Sue Young match those those girls that were around the coffin yeah they they are the local wrestlers they, they were local wrestlers well yeah. yeah I mean it's cheaper for them it gives them a right. good opportunity it gives and... them exposure hey be on TV for 15 seconds of fame blah 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 kind of thing right it kind of gives them the experience to know how to compete in on at least a televised stage right even so though it's not like wwe large right. but it's still there with like producers and you have to act a certain way and do a certain thing and, and know your cues right. and kind of watch out for certain cues if you talk about it backstage and blah 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 and they did pretty good yeah and and you know that's the unique thing about city about being front row for these events is that you get to see kind of how the wrestlers perform their craft you get to see how they do the stomps how um they they really like over project themselves right. and it looks really good for television and it's yeah. a lot of fun and you know there's some people who will chalk that up on that and i'm like well it's it 
basically what wrestling is is violent theater. You right. need to act it up a little bit. Right. Because the best gimmicks, we hear this all the time, the best gimmicks and the best people are their personalities cranked to 11. Right. And it's really cool to see, um, especially with, like, um, Ethan Page, who was fantastic both nights. Yeah. He really understood that. Um, right. But, you um, know, th this was a good match. The Deaners took on Disco Inferno and Johnny Swinger. That was a, that was a fun little match, actually. Yeah, I like that was. one. Um, very palatable. There was a great non-title match between the North and Falabon and TJP. And then they are having a title match tonight, right. which you will see, of course, on Access TV if you don't get spoiled. Right, and it's, and it's for the Tag Team Champions for as the well. So um, and then, that'll uh, be a good match. Moose and PD Williams competed, and this is where we saw, holy shit, Moose is a gigantic individual. Yes. He's he's a huge dude. Yeah. And people really, he was over. Yeah, he Even was. though he's supposed to be healed, people liked Moose in Vegas. Yes. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. I like Moose. Yeah. I think he's an awesome I think it's because he's flashy. And right. He really he like he's a heel, but he dresses Macho Man, and he looks really good, and he yeah. has really good posture. He's really presentable too. Right, he is. Um, but everything there was perfect. Uh, we had two more FSW guys. It was Chris Bay and Damian Drake. Isn't Chris Bay debuting on Impact? Yeah, but yeah. he's a, he's an FSW guy. Oh I yeah, believe. yeah. To, to what so. to what I'm aware of, I know Damian Drake was. Yes. So there's that. Um, which was a fun. I'm, I'm not sure. I went to the bathroom at that point. I couldn't hold it in anymore. I had to pee like a racehorse. Um. Anyways, then we got Tessa Blanchard, Taya Valkyrie. Now it. Did they say this was for the the world champion? Am I crazy? I thought it was. They held up the belt and everything. Right. Um. But I. I just don't know. Right. So I mean, but it was a, it was a really good match. They had a really good match. Right. Oh, and the other thing too about this is that um. So. The matches that we're doing are the. This is the order of the tapings. This is not going to be the order of the show. Right. So we heard like this is your main event because of course the announcer has to say right. this and is then, your and main event. Then we heard like the opening evening. opening contest then, right. where it was like three matches in. Right, and then it's like yeah, then we's like this is the main event of the evening, and that's where that's like the third match of the night, and then like the fifth match. They said this is your opening contest. I'm like okay, <laughs> which is so, I mean that that's. A common practice yeah, i've been i've been to, i've been to tapings where they've done that before yeah yeah of course that's common but you will you will see that if you go to it was taping it was so. somewhat jarring yeah it was kind of weird um rhino and madman fulton had a pretty decent little match it was all right um sabu came out but we heard sabu was there because a lot of people were like oh my god i saw sabu i'm like oh great let's yeah. just let, let's let's drag sabu out because that's a great idea yeah that's all right <laughs> Obviously, he's very immobile, but right. pe pe people still popped for him, and you yes, know. Yes, and I, apparently tonight also it's going to be a tag um, match. Yeah, I'm going to assume Jake, uh, Dave, and Jake Chris versus Rhino and Sabu. Sabu. I'm not surprised about yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to see that happening. Right. Um, Rhino was really over on the shows too. Yeah. Like he's really popular, but goddamn, he he's big. He's a huge guy in person, right. but. He's still in really good shape for how long he's been wrestling. And then Dez and Wentz and the Desi Hiss squad had a match. Again, it that was, was a really good tag team actually, match. Well, that was probably the best tag team match of the night. Desi Hiss squad is really underrated. They actually yeah. are really good. And, you know, obviously the Rascals are really, really good. Yep. Um, I always say, every time that they were down, I was like, do you guys need a joint? I actually heard Wentz say, yeah, I actually do. <laughs> it's like, hell yeah. Because their whole thing is about pot and all that right. fun stuff. Uh, Dawgot and Jake Christ had a fun little matchup yep. as well. Uh, you know, honestly, there wasn't really a bad match. No. Um, 
Jordan Grace and Lacey Ryan, who was another FSW competitor, right. had a match, and this match was freaking great. Yeah, this was a good match. Like, I was shocked because they Isn't went... Isn't this Jordan Grace's second match of the evening, too? No, no. She, she had the one the night before, That's and this right. one was also for the Knockouts Champion. Right. I know for a fact this one was for the Knockouts Champion, because right. Madison Rain was at ringside again trying to find somebody to beat Jordan Grace. Right. I mean, fantastic match, though. I was it not was expecting match, yeah. that. They had a really good chemistry. And then um, Michael Elgin, Eddie Edwards, again. This was the um, final. This was the final match. And you can tell. So it was about eight twenty when they started this match. You could tell they were just trying to drag it out. Right. But then what happened is I, I'm going to give you the result. It's a double pin. It was a double and pin. Tessa Blanchard came out, and so it's going to be a triple like a, threat match at Rebellion. Spoiler right. alert. But it's going to be a good match. So this was a fantastic. This was a much better match than it was um, the night before. Right. So they kicked the shit out of each other, but it was really good. Right. So, anyways, quick rundown before we go to after the show. What happened? Quick rundown for what's going to be happening uh, tonight. Where we leave here usually about three. And we'll we'll talk we'll talk about this on next we, week's yeah, we show. Will, we'll talk more in detail about it, just like we did tonight. But we're going to see Rhino and Sabu versus OVE. We're mm-hmm. going to see Tessa and Eddie versus Elgin and Taya. Okay. Um, we're going to see the North versus TJP and Falaba for the tag team titles. And, mm-hmm. and then we will see Ken Shamrock as well. Not sure if he'll be in the match. Right. But he is going to be making a, quote, appearance. He will be. I know he's there. Right. And I know that I think there's a match with RVD in it as well. I can't remember who he's facing. But yeah, there, I were, heard there that. were a couple of other matches that were announced during the show that we, of course, you know, if you're if you're at the tapings, you know, kind of know what's happening. But um, we're, we're looking forward to another great night. So let's talk about – so afterwards, you know, um, he's uh, – Tiger Height mentioned that we were at TGI Fridays, and then we go. We went back there because, uh, you know, the wrestlers go back there. So, um, you know, there were we were pretty much surrounded by them. <laughs> right. So basically, this is this is the scope of the situation. We were sitting at the bar. Yeah. And we were watching the people come in. So we saw Josh Matthews and Madison Rain come in first. Yeah. They went to a table, probably to seat and have some time with each other, and that's fine. We saw Reno Scum come in. And they did the same thing, so we're like, okay, whatever. Um, and then we saw a producer and Jake Chris come in on the other side, and yeah, they sat so next sat, to us. Yeah, I, so I, said, I sat next to the producer. Um, Jake Chris talked about his match with Daga, which was a good match. And it was a could, really good match. And and even the even he was commenting that, yeah, you know, we, we just we, – uh, we, Really do we have good chemistry? Jesus, I know. Let me talk. (laughs) Let me watch you struggle. Right, Uh, seriously. So there was that, and then Michael Elgin came in probably about an hour after, since he was the final match, needed a shower and change and all that good stuff. So he came in. um, He's actually really short. And then there were, uh, you know, there were a couple producers there as well, and I, I managed to talk to at least one producer. Really cool um, guy. Do you remember his name? I can't remember I can't his name. I can't remember his name either. We'll see him again. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Um, so apparently what happens is after the tapings are done that last night, then they they leave early the next morning to go back to the production studios, and then that's when they start the process of producing and editing the matches. Right. So, I, think, I think he said um, they're leaving at like 7 a.m. Yeah, on Monday or like something that. like that. But it was a cool experience. We had, we had um, so this was the table that was sitting behind. Behind us as well. It was Ty of Valkyrie. Ty of Valkyrie, Rosemary, right. Sue Young, 
Um, Jessica Havoc joined later, then there was another girl, I can't, I can't distinguish because I didn't want to, like, look back there and ogle at them because with wrestlers, you don't want to do that. Right, so there's, um, if you're, if you're a wrestling, if you're a wrestling fan like we are, there, there comes a point in time where you stop becoming, like, fangirls to them, and, um, if you remember way back, uh, Tiger went, uh, to Japan for Wrestle Kingdom... It was Wrestle Kingdom uh, 9. 9. It was 9. Wrestle Kingdom 9, and he had talked about how, um, because, of course, he had, he was in Japan. The, the people, the, the people who I was hanging out with, they really, they really taught me on when you see a person, when you see a wrestler outside of that, um, some people care some people don't but don't try to like fangirl too much because they're just people right and you know we were talking with um elgin kind of kept to himself he drank a diet soda he kind of kept to himself for the most part which is fine he sat at the very end of the bar yeah um, but we talked to jay chris super uh we talked to jay chris and the producer um and then josh matthews and madison rain went over to the bar and talked with the girls on my side um which was kind of cool uh, and then we had Goldie right behind me hooked up, and I guess to mind I wasn't aware of this, but I guess Jessica Havoc was like staring at the belt. Yeah, so Jessica Havoc was—I uh, don't think it was Jessica Havoc. I thought it was somebody else, but anyways, one of the girls at the table with the wrestlers was—you know—she had her had her uh, elbow on the table and, and stuff like that, just looking around, and of course our. Goldie catches everyone's eye. Oh yeah, and and so I heard I heard mention of look at that belt. It's like yeah, fans. I'm like yeah. I mean, but but the thing is that it's actually the real thing. So right. I, I mean, it's it's like it's like, like, like a belt. This is like, not this is not. This I mean, is not your plastic bullshit. It's like a custom made leather zinc plated belt. You know, we had some people look at it. We had some wrestlers such, and they're like, oh shit, this is like an actual thing. This, right. You guys aren't messing around. It's like, of course not. And you know, um, that's part of the thing as well. And I, okay, this is the one thing that I did notice, and I'm not sure why, but when I was looking around, because I felt eyes boring in the back of my head, it was Sue Young. And I'm not sure if she remembered when I said you totally missed or what the hell was going on. Maybe, maybe I was like really overthinking it and we just locked eyes a couple of times and it happens. But it was, it was just like, it was like, okay, obviously Goldie gets us a lot of attention. Right. And, you know, it was kind of cool seeing that. And um, Pina Gallery passed Josh Matthews on night one and said, hey, Josh. And he said, hey. But it's like, you know, you don't want to fan – like I said, when they're outside of the production of it, you don't want to fan grow, obviously. But um, the producers, they like to talk about their job. I think it's – The producers did. Jay Chris did as well. Um, I, yeah. I guess uh, Daga and Tessa Blanchard yes. were also there. I did not see them. They were sitting in a booth on the same side doing lovey-dovey stuff. It was well, they weren't doing lovey-dovey stuff. They were having dinner together. Yeah, they were fucking on the table. Well, that was, <laughs> I, I, I would. That would have like, been noticeable. I would be like, yeah, let's just pass by them one more time. <laughs> not quite done. But um, I did not see them, and I think he's bullshitting. But um, it is what it is. Meh. I do, I do know that, I mean, they do hang out there quite a bit, obviously. I'm not, we're probably not going to be going to the TGI Fridays again, because one, we're going there already. We've been there fucking three times in the past two days. Yeah, so I think we'll do something different tonight. But I thought it was a cool experience um, just to see the wrestlers outside of their natural habitat. Obviously, right. they're all staying at that hotel. 
Um, and, you know, we, we caught wind to some of the, the fans there as well. So um, it was a good experience overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I do highly recommend that you go. Go to an Impact show. Impact shows are a lot of fun. They are. I think, I think a lot of the smaller promotions are a lot more fun. Right. Just because you get the tickets a little bit more inexpensive. There, and there's the opportunity to actually meet these wrestlers right. in person. But obviously, just, just don't talk about wrestling. wrestling. Kind of talk to them casually like right. you would talk to anybody right. next, sitting next to you. It's like, you know, a good rule of thumb is let the wrestlers approach you first. Let them talk about if, unless and, you unless you want to say like, hey, great match tonight, they appreciate that. Right, but don't don't really don't sit there, there don't sit there and like shove a thing and get an autograph. It's like, oh my god, what's this person like? What's this? They don't. They, no. Just, right. Just don't do right. It. Talk, talk talk to them. Talk to if if it goes to that conversation, then go with it. But you need to talk to them like you would talk to anybody else. A lot of wrestlers don't care if you fangirl. There are some wrestlers who enjoy it. But for most most of the time, the rule of thumb, approach them like you would approach anybody else. Right. Just don't talk about the wrestling. You know, try to find out any other interests that they have because they could and they really appreciate it that you see them as a person. Right, exactly. Not, and, you know, sometimes they're larger than life, but, you know, the wrestlers don't want to talk about wrestling all the time. Right. You know, I, I worked at a bar um, in Colorado, and we had, like, Denver Broncos and Avalanche guys in there all the time, and you always, you know, I, I approach them like I would approach anybody else, so I think that kind of gave me more experience yeah. on approaching somebody famous not being ass, you know? Right. Don't, not, don't, so, rule, good rule of thumb is just don't be an ass. You know, don't, you know, I mean... And people are like, oh, Brian Cage was a dick because I tried to get his autograph at the airport. Yeah, that's probably not the best place to do that. Yeah. It's like, you know, don't, don't, don't try, don't try to get stuff out of them. Talk to them like a person. Yeah, exactly. And if they inquire about the, if they inquired about the podcast, we talk about the podcast, and I would I talk to them like, I would talk to anybody else about the podcast. Right, exactly. And, you know, I, th- I, th- I think a lot more wrestlers appreciate that because they probably get those fangirls and shit all the time. And, and it's like, you know, when, when somebody goes I, I up think, to them. I think, I think, though, like, in, in interacting with them in that way, I think it was, um, I think it really showed them that we can be cordial. And it's, it's a respect <laughs> thing, too. Right, exactly. So, you know, that's the thing. I think what separates us from the typical fangirls is that we actually have a little... If, if you really want to set yourself apart from the other fans, when you see a wrestler or anybody outside of the... the of the wrestling ring just treat them with respect treat them as you would treat any other person right just because they're on tv does not mean you're a celebrity i mean it it doesn't it it doesn't hurt that you go up to them and say hey i really like your stuff i'm a big fan like keep it into a couple of sentences they say thank you and you know if they have a seat or whatever um you know just talk to them like you would talk to anybody else if they come up to you talk to them like you would Anybody else? Yep, exactly. Because they're people. Right. They're, they're people. They're just people. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's kind of what that's that kind of what I leave with. Um, right. Um, I really, I really, I super tapings tonight. I super enjoyed it. I look forward to it. I'm gonna be going to Impact every time they're here. Also, I paid like front row guaranteed seats for like 122 bucks for all three nights. Freaking awesome deal. Yeah. Um, we will be going to uh, Ring of Honor's 18th anniversary show as well because they're coming here. Um, I'm trying to get Peanut Gallery to get the um, 
past versus present one as well, but he's being an ass about it, so. Oh, shut up. Those tickets are like $85 a pop. Oh, shit, really? All right, well, then maybe never mind. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you did enjoy, go ahead and follow wherever you're listening on. Uh, become a patron for next week because... Uh, for $30, you get to not only watch us react, probably a little drunk, but you get to watch the show. So if you don't want to pay WWE Network or pay, you know, $60 for it, you can pay the $30 to us. You watch it with us on a private stream, on a private server, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. And so, yeah, next week is the last Impact tapings, um, NXT TakeOver, and... Um, uh, uh, new beginning in new Osaka. Beginning in Osaka. So, so jam-packed show. Forward to that, we are going to be jam-packed. Um, the next time we'll be doing a unique show, I think, is going to be in a few weeks. I think. Actually, I think it's the show. No, nope. nope, it's not the show afterwards. Well, we we can talk about something because I think the only I think the only thing that's happening that night, um, that's not next week, but the week after. The week after next week is Super Showdown week. Is no, it's it? not. No, oh. no, that's in two weeks. So, yeah, later on this month, we will actually have a show where we don't talk about a pay-per-view. Don't, don't quote so don't quote us on that. that. We'll, we'll let, let you know. know. But, yeah, I think so. And then, of course, that it's, last... It's, it's, it's Peanut Gallery's choice, but I'm thinking right. about um, having a Patreon thing where the people choose, and we, like, choose right. a couple of them, and then they right. uh, so, vote a uh, rule about right. it. So, then it's Peanut Gallery's my choice, and then um, the, 30, the, the last, I guess there is no such thing as the 30th of February, but... March 1st will be um, uh, Revolution and Super Showdown. So we look forward to it. A lot of exciting stuff going on. We got to get back to doing some wrestling. Yes, thank you guys for listening. And as always, be majestic. Thank you for listening to the Pro Wrestling Zone podcast, a majestic production. If you enjoyed this program, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms. Links in the description section of wherever you're watching this. We are on all channels. We will be doing this once at least a week, and we will let you know when we go live. Also, if you want to support us further and get great exclusive content, including watch parties, merchandise, signings, and any and all future shows become a patron today at patreon.com forward slash majestic p that again is patreon.com forward slash majestic p thank you guys for watching enjoy the rest of your day evening or morning and as always be majestic